Welcome to Sinequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Our categories today are State of the Union, CPAC Short, and La Grande Photo. Let's start off with the State of the Union speech. President Joe Biden's State of the Union speech was so laced with lies that multiple fact-checkers had to receive the Heinlein maneuver to keep from choking on their snacks. Let us count the ways. First Air President took credit for holding off the Russians in Ukraine and systematically demonized Putin. Hopefully, Putin didn't watch because it sounded to me like he declared war on Russia. Hopefully, cooler heads prevail. I really don't like having to rely upon Putin to have the cooler head. Predictably, he made no mention of the Taliban in Afghanistan. Then Brandon took credit for defeating COVID and getting the country back to normal. He claimed to have created six-plus million jobs, which is hardly creation and not nearly enough to have recovered from the 50 million jobs originally lost when the economy was put into an artificial coma. He also claimed he would print and spend money to get rid of inflation. Ah, yes, the old strategy of pouring gasoline onto a fire. Good call. He then gaslit the Republicans with calls to fund the cops and addressing illegal immigration. He then called on corporations to cut costs other than personnel, showing he has no idea of business. Workers constitute more than 50% of total costs in almost every industry, and they constitute more than 80% of total costs in the service industry, which makes up to 80% or more of the national economy. He then promised a bag of goodies like lower health care costs and lower drug costs. He also promised to reduce drug addiction, except for Hunter. Other than that, the tone was okay and monotone as usual, except for when he tries to vary his tone and is actually yelling, and when he confused Ukrainian with Iranian. He only fumbled a couple of times with phrasing and may have only really gotten lost once in his speech. What did the speech mean? Other than record-setting Pinocchios, we're up the creek with a paddle, but we're paddling the wrong way. Rather than change course from the treacherous failure of his first year, he has promised us more of the same in the second year. Our democratic experiment is rocketing towards a cacophonous demise, so buckle up and hunker down. On the bright side, if we make it to the midterm elections, Republicans could take back the Congress and put a stop to Biden. However, they may not have the stomach to oppose and possibly impeach Biden with the executive orders he will be handing down in that case. One would also have to hope that the Republicans could withstand the media onslaught to 2024 when we could get another Republican president. Also recently, the Republicans held CPAC. Looked like a nice get-together with Republicans saying their usual talking points and glorifying their successes in certain states like Texas and Florida. President Trump gave an entertaining speech by torching Biden for being weak in foreign affairs, to put it mildly. And Tulsi Gabbard gave a speech at CPAC. She appears to have changed parties officially. The first half of her speech was reading the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. I believe she did this to emphasize where she agrees with the Republicans and connects with them. And I believe she aligns with Republicans on foreign policy, religion, censorship, and corruption. I believe she doesn't align with Republicans on pro-life, health care, and domestic policy. Tulsi is further evidence that the Democratic 
and Republican parties are now the party of the state and the party of the people or a constitutional republic. Enough said. Let's close with La Grande Photo or the big picture. The invasion of Ukraine by Russia is no longer a two-party war. The EU, Poland, and the USA are now involved in supporting roles as arms supplier, economic sanctions enforcer, banking denier, and sanctuary provider. The press has further fanned the flames with their demonization of Putin, and so has President Biden with the State of the Union speech, along with the propaganda flowing freely on both sides of the conflict. It sure looks like a significant shitstorm is brewing. Everyone is saying that Putin doesn't seem to be himself and is uncharacteristically erratic. I have a theory about that. I believe that there was a deal made with Putin in the Obama administration to give him Crimea and Ukraine. Then the Democrats insinuated themselves into the corrupt regimes of those countries and raided U.S. foreign aid. I believe they were to install puppet leaders loyal to Putin and Russia. Then the party of pedophiles backstabbed Putin and began running guns and arms to those regimes. I think that was run out of Benghazi and why it had to be destroyed to cover it up. Now he's taking what he was promised and is pissed. That's just a working theory based on the circumstances and information I've gotten from the press over the years. Besides that rabbit hole, let's take a look at the status quo for the last couple of years. A virus breaks out into a pandemic and the entire world was united in their reaction, differing only in degree of tyranny. Now the Western world is united in its opposition to Russia. BLM staged riots all over the U.S. The FBI staged the kidnapping of Governor Whitmer in Michigan. The FBI and BLM baited protesters into the Capitol and staged the January 6th protest into a Capitol breach. The FBI staged a white supremacist march and got caught. COVID was staged. It was created in the Wuhan lab, founded, funded by Dr. Fauci. President Biden's administration, intelligence, and the media baited Putin to invade. What does this add up to? Well, it seems that the ruling class is setting the stage, or clearing the field, for a world leader. And all that director has to say is cut to achieve global domination. Status quo leads to the mother of all rabbit holes. For Senequanon News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.